Hello there, friends, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Death PDX podcast. Today is an honor to have a female athlete that goes by the name of Jasmine Spencer. Welcome to the podcast, Jasmine. Hi, Brian. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, so, Jasmine, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and give us a little small summary of your uh, playing uh, journey. Yeah, so I'm from Long Island, New York, originally. Right now, I am out in the Seattle-Tacoma area playing for OL Reign in the NWSL. Um, it's my eighth season in the NWSL, and I've also played abroad in Denmark, Cyprus, and Australia. Right on. Uh, so thank you for sharing a little bit of that. Um, so now I want to ask, like, who inspired you? Who inspired you to touch for soccer ball and at what age you started playing? So I started playing when I was three and my two older brothers are who really got me into the game. They grew up playing um, and my mom played a little bit too. So really by the time I came around, we were all just like a soccer family and I followed suit. <laughs> right on. Oh my God. That's amazing. Um, so now Jasmine, I don't know if you want to take us from the beginning back to the rec leagues how did it begin and what struggles and obstacles you kind of faced along the way? And feel free to stop and give advice if needed. Sure. Um, yeah. So like I said, I'm from Long Island. Um, I grew up playing basically every sport. Um, yeah. And yeah, I played soccer on a boys team until I was nine. Um Back then, the way it was set up, you used to play for, like, your local town team. And then when yeah. you were of age, you would join a travel team. Yeah. How was it, you know, playing uh, with uh, uh, with with dudes, you know? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I feel like you kids, so it was fine. But my birthday was after the cut. Um. So when they went to travel age, they didn't let me play on the team anymore. Um, and they said it was because of my birthday. But my dad felt like it was really because I was a girl. So he was like, you know what? We don't want something like this to happen anymore. So we're going to find a girls team for you to play on. So I moved towns um, and played yeah. on, a, on a girls team that my dad coached until I was in 10th grade. Um and it was like a low, like Long Island Junior Soccer Division team. Um, yeah. And I was in the Wallbaums Cup, which I don't even know if that exists <laughs> anymore. Um, but yeah, um, playing like a rival team and, and this coach spotted me and he was like, you need to come play for my team. And I was like, eh, maybe, I'm not sure. He invited <laughs> me to um like one of his summer camps and yeah. it it actually turned out to be Paul Riley who is currently the head coach of the North Carolina Courage okay um so I went and changed to his team which was like an elite um youth team Albertson Fury so I played on that team for the remainder of high school yeah. I wound up getting a scholarship to the University of Maryland um I played four years there and I was an All-American while I was there. And then I got drafted into the WPS, which was the old Women's Professional League. Um, 
and that folded actually two weeks after I was drafted. So, oh no, uh, yeah, it's it's been a crazy ride. Just as a female, opportunities um, they really, really come and go because yeah. soccer is not a stable profession yet, um, and it's something that we're all working towards. So the younger generation knows, like, yeah. being a professional soccer player can actually be a dream career, absolutely, and one that you can make a living off of. Correct. Equality, um, equality. Yeah, 100%. yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's actually my first experience in playing overseas because when the league folded, I had withdrew from school and yeah. I couldn't get back in. So I had a semester left to finish. Um, and I didn't really want to go back. You know, <laughs> all my friends were like, Whoa, like you just got drafted to have to go back and be yeah. explaining what happened. I felt like I I wasn't really in the right state of mind to have to go through all of that attention. So I decided to study abroad. And the yeah. only place that I could study abroad and finish my degree was in Denmark. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to Denmark and I was studying and just like playing on like the school's team. And I got scouted from there to go try out for a top tier team um, called Bromby. Mm -hmm. And they actually wound up being the top team in the top division in Denmark at the time. And so that was my first experience as a professional playing. I played half the season with them. I got to play in champions league with them um, and it was incredible. And I was going to actually sign a contract to stay with that team the following year. And the national women's soccer league league emerged and Yeah, so I came back home, and I've really been in this league ever since. No, that's amazing. It's, it sounds like you have a, a journey. Uh, so I kind of want to go back, you know, like uh, to, you know, uh, it, 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 like back to like, you know, your your uh, club days. Like if there's like, you know, little, little girls that, you know, want to pursue that pro soccer dream that, you know, that want to get drafted, you know, what what, what worked for you? that you did on the side to kind of help you get there, you know, um, if they're in high school, you know, if their dads, you know, are trying to help them and their moms are trying to help them, but they don't know about soccer. Yeah, definitely. And that's something I'm really passionate about. I think that this sport has so much to offer, especially yeah. um, for girls. It's, I think probably the number one sport in, that you can um, like win a college scholarship through um there's so many teams division one two and three and even junior college that will give you that opportunity um and um I think for me it was just I was always super dedicated to being the best I could yeah um so I watched a ton of soccer growing up I still watch I was a student of the game Mm -hmm. um and did a lot of training on my own just to get better I think those are huge And I think one thing I want to talk about, too, is playing multiple sports. I think the generation now, there's like a thought that you need to specialize younger because if you specialize younger, you'll go further. And and our whole generation, we were all multi-sport athletes. That's true. Um, So I don't think that specializing young is really the key. I think um, playing multiple sports made me the athlete I am today and my athleticism is a huge part of my game and I definitely wouldn't have had those skills had I not done things like dance and ran track and played lacrosse like that you work different 
um, aspects of your body and different movements and coordinations playing different sports. So I think that's huge. And I, I would urge young players and parents to not try and force specializing too young because they would ultimately lose out on developing other key athletic traits. So that's something too. Absolutely. Um, you know, so now, like, you know, you're in college days, you know, if there's uh, any female athletes now, you know, the jump level and the difference from, you know, D1 to NWSL or playing overseas, um, what advice can you kind of give those uh, female athletes that, you know, they're like, man, I want to go overseas, but I don't know anybody, you know, uh, what struggles do you think uh, women face, you know, uh, trying to play overseas and and uh, how can they also try to get drafted you know that kind of worked for you yeah definitely I think just being in the women's soccer community you meet and uh, make friends and relationship with so many people I think that's important just like telling people your dream what you're looking to pursue because you never know who you might encounter that could help you along the way um so many of us have played overseas or know people who've played overseas or, or college coaches have played overseas and retired and are now college coaches. So the more you talk about it and express your interest in continuing your career after college for sure is step one, just so you have an idea and know that there are many routes you can go to become a professional. And then I think just, again, continuing to hone in on your craft and being a student of the game and and really learning and understanding the game and developing your technical side. Because once you leave college, it's a profession. People are out to win. They're they're out to make money. And and it's grown women. You know, your athleticism can only get you so far. You really need to develop other areas of your game if you want to be successful and continue to be successful as a professional. No, absolutely. I agree 100%. Thank you for sharing a little bit of that, too. You know, you mentioned you went to Denmark, you know, overseas or abroad. You know, uh, what's the difference? Uh, I know you saw, like, you know, different style of plays, you know, from playing in Europe and coming back to the NWSL. So I don't know if you want to kind of give us a little idea of that as well. Yeah, definitely. I think um, playing in – I also played in Cyprus for a little bit. Um, yeah to experience champions league again and playing in Europe, the game is um, it's much more tactical based and, and there's just a different side of it here. We really focused on our athleticism in the U S and in the NWSL, it's such a fast pace and physical game. Um, So to be able to experience it from a European side, I think really made me a better player because I developed a better understanding of the actual game. And um, it really forced me to be like cleaner technically. Um, There's not as many gaps and holes and spaces for me to just exploit off of my pure athleticism. So I had to learn how to break down opponents better and and read the game faster. Um, And it was great. And I feel like the more different styles of play you can come to learn and be efficient in the better a player you'll be and the more you'll increase your stock oh, absolutely i agree 100 you know you coming back to the states now which uh, you are here you know um tell us a little bit about the nwsl and uh educate us you know um for people that don't know the the women's league and tell us uh, what are some of your memorable uh, moments in, in the league 
Yeah, so it's definitely new and growing and in its early stages, but um, it's the top tier women's professional soccer league in America. Um, and we have some of the best players in the world that play here. Uh, yeah. All the U.S. women's national team players are in the league, as well as top foreigners. On our team alone, we have um, a girl from Spain who went to the World Cup, a girl from England who went to the World Cup, Japanese player. We had two Australians, um, and that's just on our team. But if you look across yeah. the league, there's there's talented internationals all across the league we have Jess Fishlock who's from Wales um who's just won Champions League with Lyon last spring um so I think if you're interested in soccer um you know our league is really fun to watch it's very competitive anyone could be anybody on any given day um and we're just trying to build something that becomes the best women's league in the world so I think we definitely have the talent to do it. And now it's just about growing awareness and support and the financial backing on the women's side. So it can, right. it can be stable for years to come. No, I agree. And, um, you know, as a female athlete, you know, what's, what's one of the hardest things, you know, you girls face, you know, uh, which we all know equality, you know, the income you guys are fighting for it and it's, it's tough. I'm sure. Right. As a female athlete, um, I, I don't know uh, how we could educate our audience, you know, on that end. Uh, I don't know if you have any words or advice, you know, that you want uh, our, our guests to kind of be aware of. Yeah, I think just if you're into sports with specifically soccer and if you're listening to this podcast, I know you are just take the time to watch a game right now. I know that when we do start up, it's likely we won't have a lot of fans if any, if we're allowed to, but the games will be streamed or on TV at some point. So just check it out and tell your friends and and start to invest because it is great to watch. It's competitive. We have the best athletes in the world playing right here in your backyard. So um, yeah, definitely check it out. Tell your friends. And when the time comes, please, please, please come out to games. They're so fun and exciting. Um, and just support us because, you know, we're making sacrifices every day to make sure that the next generation has this opportunity. And we know that every sports league, male or female, had to go through the beginning stages and the growing stages. And we're here and this is our time. And, and really, we're, we put on a great product. So I agree. It. So you guys listening, you know, I've been to a Thorns game and it, they're actually fun. You know, like I... They're fun. It's it's quality. It's quick uh, style of play. It, it's fast and and you know if you guys are trying to have a good time, you know anyone that has not seen the game, what she's mentioned, just give it a try. You know, live stream it. Show some support for our women as well. You know they need it and um, yeah. So now we call support. You know, Jasmine Spencer. You know she she's uh she's family now. So let's <laughs> give her some love and uh, support uh, the Seattle Ring. Uh, so, Jasmine, uh, now I, I want to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, mental health as, you know, athletes. Um, everyone goes through this and, and I always try to cover it in every single podcast. You know, how do you deal with your anxiety? How do you deal with that stress that, you know, sometimes it brings and, you know, depression, you know, being away from home or loved ones, you know, I'm pretty sure sometimes it comes in and out. But how do you manage to cope with all those emotions sometimes, you know, if you mind sharing? Yeah, definitely. I mean, a professional athlete, 
in general is a very stressful career. It, there's not a lot of longevity or stability. You could be traded or get injured and get cut at any point in time. Um, and so it, it does get tough. I think for me, I've, I have a very strong support system. Um, my family has been here every step of the way. I have a fiance that's very supportive um, and believes in me and I lean on them a lot. Yeah. And um, I think also at times when, you know, they're a bit far away to really relieve some of it, just finding a way that you can channel that energy in a positive way. So um, I own my own business. I do things that excite me and can kind of shift my mindset to when soccer and this lifestyle gets a little bit overwhelming. I just put my energy in something else that I'm passionate about and, and that helps me as well. No, that's amazing. You know, um, you guys at home there listening, you know, it's always good to have a good support system as well. You know, if you don't have one, uh, you know, reach out to your friends and stuff like that as well. You know, um, they're always will be there for you. Uh, and um, yeah, thank you for sharing on that end. Uh, now we're going into uh, uh, faith. Uh, so tell us a bit about your faith, you know, uh, how God made uh, has made an impact in your life. And uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to share a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. Um, so I was raised um, Catholic and um, we're a very religious family. I Wherever city or country I am in, I always try and find um, a church or some sort of gathering where I can practice. Um, and I know everybody's relationship with God is different, but um, I have a very close one with him. I think he's blessed me with unbelievable things. I mean, my career for one, my health. Um, last year, I sustained a season-ending injury. I tore my ACL, and um, it was at a time where I felt like I was really at the top of my game. Um, and I feel like my faith and my trust in God and his plan for me really got me through it. Now I'm on the back end of um, my rehab process, and should be cleared by the time we're ready to resume play. And, and I think I've had a fairly positive experience coming back from this injury. Um, there's a lot of challenges that you over have to overcome going through it. Um, and I definitely would not have been able to get through that without my faith. So yeah. it's definitely been a huge part of this process and my career in general. Absolutely. You know, I, I believe God is amazing. He does work in mysterious ways. Uh, thank you for sharing a little bit of faith with us. And, uh, and yeah, you know, that's good. You know, you trust in God and, and, and he has guided you through every single step and challenge you kind of been through. Um, so now, Jasmine, we're going to a fun part. This is where you and I get to be a little competitive. Uh, we got to go one on one. Um, today's song of the day is September by Earth, Wind, and Fire karaoke version. So, <laughs> so the rules are, um, so if if I, guys that are listening, as soon as this podcast air, uh, please submit your votes and on the DM and tell us who won or who sang the better. And um, yeah, so the rules is the loser, which probably might be me, right? Um, <laughs> if, if you ever need something from Nike or Adidas, let me know if, if you end up winning. And what I usually do for athletes is if, you, if let's say, I, I somehow win, um, 
you guys will have to uh, sign like a little training talk at the end of the season when they give gear, whatever stuff you want, and you guys will have to put it out to the audience. And um, yeah, so that's that's basically it. We'll have to sing a song for one full minute. <laughs> and, uh, it's out of our comfort zone, out of my comfort zone, but this is where we get to be ourselves and just kind of compete against one another. And um, I don't know if you're ready. <laughs> um. Yes, I think so. <laughs> All right, I need to get my uh, voice ready here real quick. <laughs> there you go. All righty. Here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, this is a classic. Oh, man. I don't know. Hopefully you're ready to lose. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, three, two, one. Do, Do you remember... remember? The, the 21st, 21st night, night September, September. Love, Love was changing, changing the minds, minds The pretenders While chasing, chasing the clouds, the clouds away. away Our hearts are ringing The keys, keys of our souls are singing, singing. As, As we dance the night Remember How the stars stole the night away <laughs> your votes as soon as this podcast airs oh it's my fun. goodness this is where we get to compete <laughs> hopefully you had a good time singing that jam it's a it's, it's a good song one of our uh, players from the last podcast recommended this so yeah hopefully uh you had a good time singing too you know if there's like any uh producers that want me her and her fiance to do a duel <laughs> please do so hit us up Maybe you know, we you... can get cast for the mass singers next. Oh yeah, season. oh yeah. Let's go, let's go. Print for the voice. <clears throat> All righty. So now we're going into you know you you said you're you're in Seattle. Uh, you know I've been up there to play Sounders and stuff like that. Uh, what's the spot like? What is the spot out there? And then after the spot, I don't know if you want to sh- you know share a little bit of culture. You know your family, your favorite holiday, and what is the home. Your favorite home cooked dish mom or dad makes yeah so in seattle i love this little cafe um it's right on the water by lake washington um it's called both ways cafe okay. um yeah i would eat all my pregame meals there when we had home games and pretty much whenever i had a spare morning off i would walk up the block um yeah. eat there and I loved it um it's great 
Um, what else? Oh, from home. Um, my mom's mac and cheese is my absolute favorite. Mm. We have it for Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner. Oh, yeah. I have missed a handful of Thanksgivings and Christmases playing in Australia in our off season. And so I've tried to replicate the recipe and I've not got it right once. <laughs> um, I keep practicing. I knew I do. I do. Um, and my fiance, he, he is half Jamaican, half Trinidadian, and he actually yeah. owns a food truck. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it's Caribbean cuisine. And so if anybody is in, out in Long Island, in like the West Babylon area, um, that's Gotta where his support. truck is. Yes, it's yeah. it's bomb. I worked at the truck in the off season um, and I loved it. And he's doing well. So if you like Caribbean food, it's called Jam and Jerk Cuisine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's actually delicious. fire. I had I had some Jamaican food for the first time, guys. It's fire. The wings, yes. mm, get out of mm-hmm. here. Exactly, so good. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely no. Thank you for sharing. Shout out to mom and shout out to the fiance. If you guys are listening, uh, so yeah, thank you for sharing a little bit of culture, a little bit about your favorite spots, and now we're going into, uh, you know, kind of getting to know you. Our last topic, you know, from football, from soccer. Uh, you follow any of the sports and what hobbies are you into besides from you know football and on your downtime um yeah I mean I like a little bit of everything I love outdoors growing up on Long Island we were so close to the beach I love the beach just being outside now I'm enjoying the hikes and the mountains over in Pacific Northwest they're gorgeous um what else um Oh, a little bit about the company I run. It's a sustainable clothing line. So kind of tying in my love for the nature. Um, yeah. All the all the items that we make are eco-friendly, made from like a blend of organic cotton and recycled plastic bottles. So that's super cool. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Um, it's called Jazz It Up. Jazz It Up? All yeah. right. I'm going to make sure I, I put it on the IG and you guys know where to find it. Jazz It Up. Yep. Jazz It Up Official. Um, that's our Instagram handle. Um, but yeah, I mean, all the stuff I do in my spare time really is just either enjoying nature or advocating for it. So that's pretty much what I like to do outside of playing. No, that's amazing. You know, uh, thank you for sharing a little bit about you, you know, and, and, and stuff, you know, is there anything else you think we probably missed or we need to cover before uh, we end our call here? Um, I don't think so. I'm just like so pumped you had me on and I'm happy to try and hopefully bring some more fans out to the women's game because it's growing and it's awesome. And I love you guys for listening and hopefully get to see some of your faces in the stand soon. Absolutely. You know, I'll for sure come support when you're here at Thorns and I'll be I'll be wearing uh, different colors. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to support, you know, I'm loyal. So you guys know if you guys are in, in Seattle or if there's an NWSL team out there, go show some support, you know, for your local team and show them some love. You know, as, as you know, athletes, you guys know that, you know, we love having people in the stands and it gets the energy and just get, gets us as athletes going. And uh, thank you, Jasmine. And, a little bit about the next podcast. I'm going to have a, a goalkeeper that goes by the name of Cody Lorendi. You guys are listening. Uh, he currently plays at OKC Energy in the USL. And uh, shout out to ProPDX, a uh, local business that you know made this podcast happen. And 
uh, guys that, you know, are at home, you know, uh, support your local businesses, you know, um, and uh, show them some love and shout out to the doctors and, and nurses and everyone in the front lines, you know, risking their daily lives for us. And uh, Jasmine, thank you so much for taking the time of your day and sharing your soccer journey with us. And let's hope it inspires someone out there and you'll for sure see me and, and a couple of my peeps in the stands cheering out there for you. Thank you. All right. Sounds good. Guys at home. Till we meet again, stay tuned.